funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. Streetwise Athlone In this series, we learn about the old and recent history of the streets of Athlone, hear the thoughts and memories of locals and tourists, and the changes we might see in the future. Episode 13, Batteries. Historian Garrod O'Brien tells us about the history of the area. The Batteries is an area which is steeped in history. It includes several terraces on the old Batteries, including St Peter's Terrace, which was built in 1928, and which was the third local housing estate built by Athlone UDC. St Paul's Terrace was built in 1932, and St Anne's was built the following year. Mitchell's Terrace, which is called after John Mitchell, the Young Irelander, was built in two phases, the first phase in 1937 and the second in 1941, and Ave Maria Terrace was built in 1951. Battery Heights was built in two stages, the first in 1972 and the second in 1977. They were built as high-rise apartments, but because of the inherent problems they were later remodelled, resulting in much higher quality housing for the residents. In recent years, thanks to the Trojan work of Battery Heights community and voluntary groups, the area has scored very highly in the National Pride of Place Awards. The Batteries takes its name from a series of gun emplacements, or batteries, which were erected during the fear of a Napoleonic invasion around the year 1800 to protect that loan from an attack coming from the west. These batteries were built on the eskers or sand hills perched on a height overlooking the Connet side of Athlone, in a spot previously known as Gallows Hill. In the early 1800s, eight batteries were constructed, three of them to the east of the Athlone Canal, and five in the area we now call the batteries. We know from a surviving list from 1804 that Athlone Castle was defended by 11 six-pounder guns and that batteries number 1, 2 and 6 were each equipped with three 12-pounder guns. Battery number 3 was the most heavily defended, boasting three 24-pounders and two 8-inch howitzers, while batteries 5, 7 and 8 were each defended by two 12-pounder guns. An even older name for the batteries was Spa Park because it was close to a spa where fresh spring water could be found and which was reckoned to have healing properties. People travelled for miles to take the waters in Spa Park. Up to recent times, and perhaps even still, people visit the natural spring on the Springwell Road because of the qualities of the water. The first golf course in Athlone was built on the batteries. It was a nine-hole course. The club was founded in 1892 and called Athlone Garrison Golf Club. It was founded as a golf course for British officers and members of the garrison stationed in Athlone and for members of the RIC serving in the area. However, When Major Harrison of the Royal Artillery was appointed to Athlone in 1895, he showed a keen interest in expanding the scope of the club. Major Harrison was appointed club president in 1896 
and in December that year, the first match took place between the army and civilians. The batteries course was regarded as a difficult course to play, as the golfers had to negotiate their way around an old fortification, and the hazards encountered by golfers included walls, moats, ditches, roads, and even the railway line. The golf course on the batteries was closed in 1920. This golf course produced at least one international golfer. He was Dr. J.D. McCormack, who learned to play golf on the batteries, where his father, Dr. C.J. McCormack, was a prominent member of the club. While playing in Athlone, he became a scratch golfer, and by 1913, he obtained his first Irish cap. In all, he represented Ireland 24 times, the last occasion being against Wales in 1937. In the mid-1920s, a new boys' national school was opened on the batteries. It was called the Dean Kelly Memorial School, in honour of Dean J.J. Kelly, poet and author, and a very popular parish priest of St. Peter's Parish, who had died about ten years earlier. The new school replaced the Deer Park National School, which was in a very poor state of repair. The staff from the old school who transferred to the new school included Dennis, known as Dinny Cahillan, who was the principal, Mr Frank Fitzpatrick, Mr Joe O'Brien and Mr Batty Murphy, the drill master, who was later replaced by a Mr Munnelly. Ashling tells us about the activities available to the local and wider community, which are supported by the Battery Heights Resource Centre. So um, we have many groups and uh, supports available here in the Battery Heights for everybody in the Athlone West Urban area. So I suppose we'll start with the uh, Battery Bells, who've been run here since 2006. They're an older women's group who take part in um, cooking, baking, just socialise. We also have um, a younger women's group, so they take part in fitness, um, health, healthy eating, cooking, um, lots of different activities. We run um, lots of kids groups, so we do a kids in training, they're the 6 to 12 year old groups, and they do outdoor play, creative play, painting, arts and crafts, cooking. Um, learn lots of social skills while they're uh, participating in their community. We also run um, the TOTS Creative Play, so they're the treat six-year-olds and they do lots of creative plays, so say we do role play at restaurants, um, we do arts and crafts, outdoor play, um, we put them, teach them about social situations, um, maths, um, literacy skills, so there's lots, it's all about fun and games. We also run a Lego club, and that's for our 6 to 12-year-olds. We also then run uh, Little Einstein's, so that's maths, literacy and science through play. So, you know, all about telling the time, um, you know, science experiments, um, reading, phonics, hangman, all play. Um, we also, here in the Family Resource Centre, we do a lot of family support. We have our counselling, our rainbows programme. Um, we're linked in with a, a play therapist. Um, we do advocacy, one-to-one supports for the families here. 
we also um, do a lot of admin work so you know people could come in and CV work printing off emails all that sort of work we have, a, we have our men shed here and they do a lot of out in the back and they do you know our wood wood making and they make our plant pots they've done all the lovely work out here in the estate um, the sea workers at the moment are huge, doing huge work all summer long, cutting grasses, maintaining the place. So we're very busy. I'd like to think we make a huge difference. I suppose we're here uh, a long time. We're a presence here in the community. So, you know, we like to get everybody involved. We're inclusive, like um, get everybody to have positive participation in their community. We speak to locals about their memories of the area. It was very exciting. It was full of hills for rolling down and playing. To me, they were the best built house in the town, best laid out, you know, in every way. They were lovely, but when they took the tap off and then they were better again, you know. When I went into my first, there was no ra- no fires. We had used electric heaters and oil heaters. So then they put the rain- ranges in years later. The best day ever when we got the range in was the best day of our lives. The first day I seen the kettle boiling on the range was great. <laughs> You know, they're nice memories to have, yeah. Streetwise Athlone. Historical research and presentation by Garrod O'Brien. Additional research by Damien McCallum. Interviews by Amanda Gunning, Ursula Ledwith, Mel Ray and Erica Follows-Smith. Editing by Kyle McCallum. Produced by Amanda Gunning. The additional contributor to this episode was Ashling Daly. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.